Hello, writers. This is a podcast about NaNoWriMo where we get you ready for November. I'm Liz Leo. And I'm Christina Horner. And this is How to Win NaNo. As a reminder, Liz and I are not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. Season four. I can't believe it. The other day we were talking about how many seasons we did. I think you said three, Christina. I was convinced this was only season three. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, no. Oh, I looked through all of the seasons on iTunes and I was like, there's already been three. This is season four. Yeah. Yeah. So many. It's it's wild. But we're really excited to be here. This, uh, it's starting October, leading into November. It's already almost here. I feel like this year went by so quickly. Like, so fast. Yeah. It was like I blinked. And I actually didn't even realize how close Nana was until I got the email that was like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically like, gear up for Nano. And I like broke out into a cold sweat. <laughs> I know, I saw I was that like, too. Why are Nano emails already appearing in my inbox? So, Christina, what does our plan look like for um, How to Win Nano for year 2022? That's a good question. So I feel like we always we always end the previous seasons like super jazzed about the podcast and we're like, <laughs> maybe we'll make episodes during Camp Nano. Yeah, we're going to come back in a couple we're, months. We're going to start in September and that just did not happen this year. Nope. It was a very wild year for both of us and we will get into a little bit about just like life updates and everything, but uh, we're here. We're going to get episode started in October, which is our bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have 12 episodes planned for you this season. That sounds good. Yeah, it's actually sounds normal. It's actually more than last it's more year. more than normal. Yeah, yeah that's more great. than normal. So we will have episodes uh, in the preptober month mm-hmm. leading up to Nano. We'll have, of course, episodes to get you through all of November and then as usual an episode or two to kind of like cool down in December. Yeah I am such a pantser that I have never heard the term preptober before I feel like (laughs) it like just occurred to me what that meant. Preptober is like a whole thing. Yeah it's like I'm such a pantser. I I mean I'm also I'm also a municipal liaison and you know leading preptober is part of the job description so it's definitely more in my lexicon Um, but probably a lot of people who listen to this know what prepped over is <laughs> i would assume so yeah but it has been a while since we've done this in fact it's been long enough that between every this is our fourth time doing it every time we break out the equipment we're like wait how what plugs into where where do i have the thing <laughs> so we're we're back we're ready we're set up we're mm-hmm. in um a, the first time we've filmed in my house instead of yours you said filmed, filmed this time recorded we're no longer in my attic room I don't even have that attic room anymore because one of the big things that happened this year is that we actually both moved separately to two different houses. But but around the same week, actually, which was, it was a very stressful time in in the spring, but we we moved into, yeah, not the same house. We live closer to each other now, so it's much easier to get together to record episodes. But Mm -hmm. that was, that was pretty big. It was probably like the biggest thing for each of us this year. And so there was a lot of packing and unpacking and all of the things that go along with just sort of getting to know how to take care of a new house. Uh, But yeah, it's weird that we don't even, 
Yeah. We don't have that room to record it anymore. Another thing that's sort of different about this year is that COVID looks different. Yeah. And so we, people may be able to start going to some in-person writing events. It is interesting to sort of relearn how we used to do nano. I mean, I haven't started like writing at coffee shops or anything Mm -mm. yet personally, Um, but you know, the idea of like getting together with friends, maybe at someone's house is way more reasonable and doable this year than I think even last year. I think we did that, um, relatively recently. We had a a day where we came over to my house and and wrote, that was like a couple months ago, but yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, everyone listening to this is going to have their own comfort level with where they're at with, with COVID, but, um, it really is going to be interesting to see how this year differs from the last mm-hmm. couple of years because I think we were really just sort of like doing the best we could you know and and one of the things that's so much fun about Nano is like the community around yep. it and so it, it's still very strong in the sort of like remote digital virtual sense but it's going to be really cool to potentially have the opportunity to do some of those in-person get-togethers again. Yeah that that's just one way this year looks different there's and you know the other way this year sort of looks different is I feel like Christina, you particularly have filled your plate with a lot of writing related things, just building that cred. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah. I guess we can give some personal life updates. Um, So I think this time last year, my first anthology, Boys Book Clubs and Other Bad Ideas, had already come out. Um, Since then, we've also put out our second anthology, The Mistletoe Paradox, and we're Mm -hmm. working on our third right now. And it's set to come out sometime next year. Um, so that's been a lot of work, uh, and I've definitely been busy with writing Mm -hmm. since last year. Um, and that's with the 84th street press, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know sometimes, you know, a whole year will go by where you don't even really think about writing until, you know, the next nano, but I have been all about writing this past year. I also am co-editing a horror anthology with my friend Alan Nastefka called Obsolescence. Um, we did a Kickstarter. We got like over 600 submissions which we were not expecting at all <laughs> so a lot of my free time lately has been um, reading through the submissions because we have to make our selections um, and that book will also come out next year uh, and yeah that's just been very fun like it's very cool to get to do these kinds of projects but like so much work Liz you also have stories in some of the books that that I mentioned do you want to you want to plug which ones you're a part of yeah so I had a story in the mistletoe paradox lord knows if I can remember what it's called <laughs> well that book is available pretty much everywhere books are sold um yes. particularly you can find it on Amazon I every other place that books are sold just completely <laughs> flew through my mind is it called signing off Maybe. It's something like that, I bet. And then um, I'm working on a story that I hope to get into their anthology next year. So. Yeah. What happened um, to Annabelle? Yeah. It's been really fun to work on writing projects outside of sort of nano and yeah. everything. And I also do um, a weekly group art project. So pretty much every week I'm working on a piece of art and sometimes it's writing, but I also you know, I paint. I do all sorts of crafts. I'm working on a costume right now. I'm I think both of us do a lot of creative stuff outside of writing, but uh, Nano always brings me back. That's It's awesome that you have, you know, all of these different various yeah. outlets. We've talked a lot about how, like, you go wide, I go deep. Yep. Like, it's all writing all the time for me. And for you, writing is one of many, yeah. like, types of creation, I think, that you, like, partake yes. in and that bring you bring you the same kind of joy, which is very cool. But I really enjoy having a singular month 
attached to writing. And I think maybe a lot of our listeners are the same where some of them are going to be writing all year and focusing right now. And then others like writing is one of their passions, one of many. And this is a time they can gift to themselves to pursue that passion. I love it. That's so it's that's my favorite part of Nano, I think. I agree. Um, Another thing that I wanted to mention that's at least significant to me is that obviously my like nano life really doesn't have anything to do with my like parental life. Oh, yeah. But my kid is two this year and he has been a constant sort of like staple of this podcast. Oh, true. Because in our fourth year, he's two. In our third year, he was one. In our second year, he had just been born. And in our first year, I literally got pregnant during NaNoWriMo. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I feel like... Uh, yeah, he's just been along for the ride. We should get a clip of him saying NaNoWriMo. Oh, he's... He has a really cute voice. We'll do it. We will. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Okay. Probably not for a few episodes, no. but... Yeah, he's he's a very, very sweet, empathetic, kind kid. Aw, thanks. I love him. <laughs> I guess let's talk about this NaNo. Yeah, like what our plans are for yeah. our own writing. What are you going to do? So I'm between two separate ideas. Um, last year, I actually finished my novel from my previous year. And then because it wasn't a 100,000 word novel, I had 10 or so thousand words that I used to start a new story. And I'm really interested in potentially looking at the hero's journey and using that to map out this new story idea and doing some changing up. But I really, really had so much fun writing it. Like it didn't feel like I was slogging or anything. It just came very naturally. And then the other idea in, because I always have two conflicting ideas. Usually I go with the third one that comes to me last minute. (laughs) But the other idea I have is a very format intensive horror novel that is somewhat inspired by House of Leaves, which I've always wanted to do something that was like some sort of braided folded narrative and have it be lots of different formats and creepy and scary. Part of the fun for me is like sitting on the sidelines and and just (laughs) waiting to see which idea is going to win. And then like last minute, I just do whatever. Yeah, I'm going to do something completely different. Totally out of the blue. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. These both sound like very fun projects. And I know you mentioned that, you know, the the first idea just sort of flowed and didn't even feel like work. Mm -hmm. I hope that that was due to the nature of the story and not because you got to like finally finish this other thing and work on something else. I mean, (laughs) you never know. I think it had to do with the voice of the characters. Like when you Mm. get really into the dialogue of the characters and it feels natural and fun, Mm -hmm. then it becomes easy because you just know how that character would respond. I think it was one of my better examples of a character with a style of speaking unlike my own that was specific Mm. that I could channel. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to just, I don't know, try something new. And there's a tiny pang that I have of wanting to just like, I don't know, do something crazy and different. The one year um, that I wrote my like demon beach story was so fun just to do something like so different but my goal this year is to finally finish my North Dakota book and this will be my third nano working on this project I think of the last four years three of them were spent working on this wow book you're Um, right we've we've cover it's it should be familiar to yes. uh, previous listeners so this is actually now officially the most nanos that i've spent on a single project at three years um but this story is particularly important to me and i've i know i've talked about this like extensively on the podcast but it's it's a story that while being fiction is 
heavily based on my family and my family's history in North Dakota. Um, and there have been a number of deaths in the family recently. And I'm starting to realize that there are people that I want to be able to read this book who are getting very old. <laughs> and so I, mm-hmm. it's just really important to me to like finish this one and get, you know, get a draft that I can send to some of these important people in my life. Absolutely. And so, well, it may not be the thing that I'm like the most excited to work on this year. There's like, there's this pull where I, it's like, I know it's the thing mm-hmm. that I need to do. And I've started outlining already. Um, I've got like index cards all over my floor in my office and I'm like trying to get all my thoughts together and figure out, you know, like where were the places I got stuck in previous years and how can I you know, push through those things this year and just get it finished. Um, and so there's there's definitely some excitement there to pull it all together finally. So yeah, that's my goal. Finish it. <laughs> Do you think that maybe one of the reasons you have also slid into working on a lot of short stories and doing anthologies of short stories is because while you're working on these longer projects, it's nice to have that space to practice being a writer in different contexts yeah and to just like try on different characters and you know create something that can just be done you know I have got like I've gotten myself into this like rhythm with nano where it's like I have these books that I just want to finish and so Mm -hmm. I like okay well I've got all this time and support in November I should really work on these like massive projects but then I also have this desire to just like you know, write whatever. I mean, but if I keep yeah. doing that, I'll never finish anything. <laughs> and so I do program management for my job. And I know Christina does a lot of that too. And sometimes I think about the year as like an amount of points you have that you can spend on things. Yes. And so it does become like, well, should I spend this whole, if you have 12 points in the year, should I spend this whole point on this one project or on this other project? And, you know, we say often in our line of work, if you uh, say yes to one thing, you say no to another. And I think that also stands for everything we do in life. Unfortunately, when you get older, you have more commitments and Mm -hmm. lots of things going on. You have to start to prioritize those things. And I'm still always going to prioritize NaNoWriMo, but it almost becomes more and more pressure each year to figure out what to prioritize. Yeah. Because I was even just thinking, like, between these two projects, I think one is a little more fun like you know queer romance uh maybe some post-apocalyptic supernatural stuff very fun writing and then the other is more like what my my masterpiece would be you know like extremely like in your head I don't know how to describe it like I know we we don't swear so I can't say like a mind scramble you know (laughs) yeah so it's really hard to decide where I want to put those points because both are gratifying projects yeah I was gonna say it kind of like it's like every year you have to ask yourself why you do NaNoWriMo Mm -hmm. and I don't know that the answer is the same every year it definitely isn't some years I do NaNoWriMo to advance one of these projects that I feel Mm -hmm. very strongly about wanting to finish and publish and get out in the world. And some years I do nano as like a pressure valve release on like the rest of my life and wanting to just like give myself the time to just chase something fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And not to say that my North Dakota book isn't going to be fun. I mean, this book has time travel. It's got romance. Like it's, you know, it's fun. It's just like, you know, it's, it's one of those projects that is really important to me. Mm -hmm. And so I have to like really do my research and focus and, and get everything down. And, you know, it's not like just making things up, you know? Well, exactly. And I was thinking like, 
you know, when you're like right now, work is really stressing me out. Things feels like a lot of pressure. I'm like, how am I going to fit all this in? How am I going to do nano? And so sometimes, though, you can utilize that energy and utilize it and put it into a more serious project in which you are, I, I guess, like precise and pointed in what you're saying because you're using that stress. So it's like, are you using the stress or are you relieving the stress? Yeah, exactly. And so I and then also just. You know, even though we were talking about the fact that like COVID has um, become a little more endemic and we are finding new ways to deal with it. But like the state of our world's still not great. Like there is like not to go too deep into it because that's not what we want to talk about in this podcast. But I think the state of the world does lend itself to, I think, what we want to write about. And so I was thinking, like, do I want to write about something post-apocalyptic when people are talking about nuclear war? I don't know. It, it's it's very difficult. But, like, what it really comes down to, and I know we've talked about this before, but is the urgency of what you want to write. Mm-hmm. Like, what feels urgent to you, to your life, to the world? Um, that is what I would consider people to think about. Well, and I think especially thinking about the state of the world as well, it's like, there's no wrong answer whether you want to like use no. the energy that you have to write something that's like a rebellion, rebellious yeah. piece that like asks the hard questions and fights back. Or if you want to write like something escapist, yeah. where it's like I need to just go somewhere else in my writing to like, you know, work on my mental health and like just absolutely, like I said, chase the fun. Um, and I think also depending on where you're at in your life, like you might feel maybe a little more aimless in life. And maybe you need to use nano to feel like you're working on something productive. Maybe you're super busy and crunched and stressed Mm -hmm. in your life and you don't need to be more productive and nano just needs to be fun. Yeah, or craft building. I know there's many years where I focused on specific formats um, or ideas because I wanted to build my writing craft. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're not writing a novel because you're trying to like get that novel published. You're writing to become a better writer. Yeah. And so you can utilize nano for that too. Exactly. Yeah. Not every nano project like needs to have an end result that's as concrete as like get it published. Yeah. I have plenty of nano years that are clearly just like this was practice. (laughs) Yeah. It's like some nanos are just stepping stones Mm -hmm. to other ideas or to better talents. And every time you do nano, even if you win or don't win, you improve your craft. Well, you know, like you and I have both taken a novel, like, like my North Dakota book, I've, it's just taken me three nanos to write the Mm -hmm. entire thing, but I've, I've rewritten a past nano project you know, years later. And it definitely doesn't make the first time I wrote that story a waste of time because that second version of the story wouldn't exist without, you know, all of the work and effort that you put into the first draft. So yeah, I feel like, like I said earlier in the episode, Nano is whatever you need it to be. So what else is new this year? Discord. Oh yeah. Our Discord is something we should definitely talk about for those of you who haven't joined the discord yet we're waiting for you yeah we're ready with welcome arms our discord the how to win nano discord is super fun um one of our listeners actually wrote in last year and said hey we need a discord i'll run it and i was like sold honestly the only way yeah but it's great it's you know we've got like i think last time i checked it was like 75 people or something um which is amazing and great number. It's definitely not as active the rest of the year, um, but it's very active in November and it's semi-active the rest of the year. I and bet it's going to start being active in October. Like definitely. I bet we're going to we're going to start going on it and doing planning. We actually recently did a um, 
a live planning event on our discord it was very fun um moderated by our moderators yeah (laughs) um which is very cool so if you want to come hang out with us talk about writing we do a lot of writing sprints um it's a really fun community and uh i felt like extra supported just having people anytime i needed to do a writing sprint there was someone there absolutely so shout out to lucy and sarah thank you so much for helping us and katrina and katrina who uh joined also as a mod yeah they are awesome Very cool. so if you want to join the discord um it's called how to win nano if you go to our twitter at how to win nano um it's linked in the top pinned post mm-hmm. so easy way is to find it yeah and one of i think the most fun parts is that you get to like customize your badges and Mm -hmm. uh, express yourself. Also, our community is tremendously open and welcoming. There's tons of people who've won, who haven't won. There's, you know, people from, like, I think lots of different age groups, like Mm -hmm. from everywhere. It's so cool to see such an awesome section of our fans come together. Yeah. So I promise we won't gush about the Discord in every episode, but we had to at least do it in this one. But we'll give you very small reminders in future episodes to check it out if you haven't yet. But I think that's it for this episode. I I think think so. We're locked and loaded and ready to ready to go on 2022. All right. Best nano ever. Hey, Christina, do you know what time it is? It's end of the episode time. What do we say here again? Uh, We never remember, which is why this year I've scripted it. Oh, no wonder it seems easier this time. Have I mentioned how glad I am that you're a planner? Eh, once or twice. Anyway, how can our listeners reach us, Liz? Well, they can reach out to us on Twitter at HowToWinNano, where our gift game is really strong. Or they can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash HowToWinNano. We've got some neat perks, and we really appreciate the support. Because it keeps the lights on. (laughs) They can also join our Discord server, which is full of absolutely delightful writers who listen to the show. It's got writerly discussion, invaluable writing sprints, and lots of silliness. It's my favorite. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, keep keep writing. writing. See, we do say it together. We do say it together. Because it keeps the lights on. <laughs> Wait, okay. Because <laughs> I was imagining like, because it keeps the lights on. Okay, I'll go really big with it. Okay, I'll just do my line again. Okay.